the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. 447. Hi, this is Scott Black, host of Like It Matters Radio, heard weekday mornings at 9 on Wellness Radio, KDIZ, Golden Valley, Twin Cities Wellness Radio. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. The body of legendary evangelist Billy Graham is about to return to North Carolina from Washington. The late Billy Graham, known as America's pastor, has been lying in honor in the Capitol Rotunda as the public has paid its respects. The casket, which is resting on the Lincoln catafalque, the platform that bore President Abraham Lincoln's casket, will be removed by an honor guard at 10 a.m. local time. The North Carolina delegation of lawmakers led by Senator Richard Burr will present a flag flown over the Capitol building to the Graham family. The awaiting motorcade will then depart for Dulles International Airport en route for Charlotte, North Carolina, where a private funeral service will be held on Friday. Linda Kenyon, Capitol Hill. Americans stepped up their spending two-tenths of a percent in January incomes, jumping nine-tenths because of last year's tax cuts. The Dow down 124 points, and this is SRN News. What does wellness mean to you? Is it organic, fresh, or grass-fed? Is wellness strength training or flexibility? Is it aging well, work-life balance, quality health care? The word wellness is broad and subjective. Our goal at Wellness Radio 1570 is to simplify these sometimes complex topics to bring you a fun and informational radio station. We are Wellness Radio 1570, helping you to reach your personal goals. Find us online at TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. We're the Twin Cities' one and only wellness station, Wellness 1570. I'm Lee Michaels in the Eagle Wellness Studios. Today, we'll see sunshine, mid-30s, mostly clear, 16 tonight, and then partly cloudy near 40 tomorrow, mid-40s for both Saturday and Sunday. So definitely a lot of melting happening this week. Like It Matters Radio with Mr. Black is live and next here on Wellness 1570. Do you want to change your life? Change your destiny? Get the most out of life? Tune in Saturdays at 3 p.m. on Wellness Radio 1570 for the Big Money Club with Chris and Wayne. They'll be in the clubhouse filling you in on all the secrets and tips they've learned about making money, saving money, and making dreams come true. And they'll have a little fun along the way. Become a club member and join Chris and Wayne at 3 p.m. every Saturday on Wellness Radio 1570. All City Agency. We don't sell insurance, we help you buy it. Expert advisors for your auto, home, and business insurance. All City Agency is a Dave Ramsey-endorsed local provider. Discover big discounts. All City Agency is an independent insurance agency and has access to 100-plus insurance carriers. Quality-driven, value-priced, superior service. All City Agency, endorsed by Dave Ramsey, trusted by you. We don't sell insurance, we help you buy it. Call 651-484-1213 or find us at allcityagency.com. I'm Pastor David Mitchell, founder and CEO of Tradeway. I've been in the ministry for over 30 years now, and because the Lord has continued to bless my business endeavors, I've never had to take a salary from the church, which has been a huge blessing in my life and a great way for me to give back to the Lord's work. 
I'd like to share with you my thoughts on the importance of the family business. You know, these days people send their children to college to learn a trade that no one in the family has done before. They move away, they work for someone who doesn't love them, and then they trade their infinitely valuable time for a little bit of someone else's money. The old plan was to get a job but lay aside each month and later start a family business. As the owner, you leverage the time of others and earn off hundreds of man hours per day. It's called financial leverage. The added benefit is that each generation teaches the next and builds on these skill sets and your children have the competitive advantage of experience. That's a great plan for potentially creating generational wealth. Tradeway offers you the vehicle to start such a family business by teaching you how to trade in the stock market. Perhaps you're intimidated or confused by the world of investing, but Tradeway is here to help you break down that confusing world of finance so that you can understand it. We're not your typical big Wall Street investment advisory firm. We keep it fun, simple, and personal from day one. We offer our students a powerful education on how to trade in the U.S. stock and options market, coupled with sound investment advice, and all from our family business. We're here to help you reach your biggest goals through taking small steps. Join us and bring your family. Coming to the Sheraton St. Paul Woodbury, April 13th and 14th. Only $99.95 for your entire household, plus a free ticket for a friend and a full money-back guarantee. To register, call 877-907-TRADE. That's 877-907-8723 or go to Tradeway.com. That's Tradeway.com. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be, the time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And you might be saying, okay, I can call you Mr. Black, but why would I call you a life caddy? Well, I'm glad you asked that, listener, because a caddy for a golfer has a lot of responsibilities, serves a lot of purposes. Uh, For a golfer, a caddy carries its bags, their bags. I mean, think about it. Sometimes life gets too much. Sometimes life should get a 15-yard penalty for unnecessary roughness. So sometimes we need somebody to help us lighten the load. That's what a caddy does. A caddy also knows the games, knows the course, knows some of the uh, shortcuts or knows some of the secrets, if you will, to make life a little bit fuller, a little bit easier, make the game more enjoyable. A caddy usually knows the golfer, knows what they're capable of, knows what their past patterns are, habits are, and then can remind them of what uh, to use in the short game, what to use in the long game, what clubs that they're uh, using to the full extent, and what clubs are they struggling with. But most importantly, let's be honest, a a caddy's job uh, is to allow the golfer uh, to play a better game of golf, to enjoy the game, to not focus on the minutia of the details, uh, but just to enjoy the game and play a good game. That's what I do here. Now, I do it at likeitmatters.net. So if, uh, I do what I do on the radio because for 25 years, I've helped people transform their lives. And so uh, I get to be on the radio. been on the radio for two years. We started in Minneapolis-St. Paul. So love our listeners there in Minneapolis-St. Paul. You're listening there on AM 1570, uh, 
Twin Cities Wellness Radio. And you can live stream with them, uh, TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. And every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, you will hear us in the beautiful Twin Cities on AM 1570. Now in St. Louis, I'm proud to announce that we are now part of Praise 95.1 FM and 1260 AM, the St. Louis Gospel Experience. It is an entire urban gospel uh, station, uh, lots of great music, and then at, starting at 7 p.m. at night, they have talk, and I'm your first talker, uh, St. Louis. I am so honored uh, to be on your airwaves there in St. Louis, and my goal here is to inspire you, to educate you, uh, and to give you something today. And that will make your life a little bit better today than yesterday, a little bit better tomorrow than today. And today, I want to talk about feel the fear and do it anyways. You know, fear is part of life. Fear is is part of the human experience. Matter of fact, uh, we have something in our brain called the amygdala. The amygdala, it's part of the limbic system. It's at the end of the hippocampus. Uh, It's function. It's responsible for the response and memory of emotions. You hear that? The response and memory of emotions, especially fear. So when you think about the amygdala, you should think of one word, and that word is fear. The amygdala is the reason we are afraid of things outside our control. It also controls the way we react to certain stimuli or an event that causes an emotion that we see as potentially threatening or dangerous. And numerous studies have been performed where researchers have used what's called deep lesioning. Deep lesioning, and it's a procedure where a thin wire is inserted in the brain to remove or terminate a part of the brain. And the reason they used it, they wanted to remove the amygdala in rats. So they took these rats, they uh, removed the amygdala, which is responsible for the memory of emotions, especially fear. After removing the amygdala, the rats, ready for this, had no fear of anything including cats. The removal of the amygdala had taken away the rat's memory of fear. Therefore, therefore, the rats did not fear anything. It actually has a picture there of the article I'm looking at that shows a, a mouse just climbing all over a cat. It removed its fear. It did not have the structure to know that it should be afraid, if you will. Isn't that interesting? And fear is part of life. It is a basics. So if you're going to deal with helping people, if you're going to deal in the people business, if you want to deal in growing people, then you must deal with this thing called fear. It's kind of like, you know, I've heard before, you know, the famous coach John Wooden. You know, I think he won 11 national championships. uh, Just incredible. And when he started, I mean, he was world-renowned as this great coach, even when he was alive, even when he was still coaching. Uh, And all these famous, would soon be famous basketball players would come and learn at the feet of John Wooden. He got such great players attracted to him. Not only did he make players great, but he brought in great players to begin with. And he would start off first practice. All these people were awed and and were like, whoa, John Wooden, the coach, I'm going to be spending some time with him. And his first session, his first coaching experience with people would be to to teach them about their socks and shoes. And I've read so many stories, so many articles that these these basketball players were there at the foot of John Wood and they're going to learn from him. And their first interaction with him is he'd say, okay, uh, take off your shoes and your socks. And he'd basically go into, you know, these are your socks and this is how you wear your socks. And here's a quote 
uh, from John Wooden. He said, uh, quote, I think it's the little things that really count. The first thing I would, would show our players at our first meeting was how to take a little extra time putting on their shoes and socks properly. The most important part of your equipment is your shoes and your socks. You play on a hard floor, so you must have shoes that fit right. And you must not permit your socks to have wrinkles around the little toe, where you generally get blisters or around the heels. It took just a few minutes, but I did show my players how I wanted them to do it. Hold up the sock, work it around the little toe area and the heel area so you can feel that there are no wrinkles. Smooth it out good. Then hold the whole sock up while you put the shoe on. While the shoe must be spread apart, not just pulled on the top of the laces. You tighten it up snugly by each eyelet. Then you tie it. And then you double tie it so it won't come undone. Because I don't want shoes coming untied during practice or during the game. I don't want that to happen. I'm sure that once I start teaching that many years ago, it did cut down blisters. It definitely helped. But that's just a little detail that coaches must take advantage of because it's the little details that make the big things come out. And just like John Wooden, a great coach, would start practice, start with these great players and go to the basics about how to put on their socks and how to put on their shoes, we must do the same thing with fear. If we're in the people business, you're, gonna, you're dealing with living, breathing human beings like you are, like I am. And so fear is part of the process. And there's a clear and present object of the fear. Although the focus of the response is different, real versus imagined danger, fear and anxiety are interrelated. When faced with fear, most people experience the physical reactions that are described under anxiety. Fear causes anxiety, and anxiety can cause fear. And so that's really one thing we've got to, first of all, separate out, the difference between fear and anxiety. I mean, most of us make distinction between fear and anxiety. Sometimes it's merely a matter of linguistics. But we have, we have a fear of flying, and we have anxiety about something. We have a tendency to use those words the same, and, and they're not. Sometimes we distinguish the two by our bodily experience. The neurobiology of fear is different than the neurobiology of anxiety. The sudden rearrangement of your guts when an intruder holds a knife to your back, which is fear, is different from the mild nausea, dizziness, and butterflies in your stomach as you're about to make a difficult phone call or give a speech. That's called anxiety. Anxiety is also the word of choice to describe lingering apprehension or a chronic sense of worry or tension, the source of which may may be totally unclear. But the notion that fear always connotes something bigger and stronger than anxiety breaks down in the real-life experience. You can have a short-lived fear response to the bee buzzing around your face, and you wake up at 3 in the morning awash in anxiety that won't let you go back to sleep. So when the distinction between anxiety and fear isn't critical to discussion at hand, this person uses one word to describe the dance of fear. Anxiety, apprehension, fear, terror, however you name it, what matters is how you cope with it. And today, I'm going to help you understand the powerlessness of fear and realize that the only uh, power that fear has is the power that we give it. And we're going to be referencing a book, one of my favorite books on fear, called Feel the Fear and Do It Anyways by Dr. Susan Jeffers. So today on Like It Matters Radio, that's what we're talking about. Feel the fear and do it anyways. We're going to break down fear and how to use it to your advantage instead of having it shut you down. Hi, this is Mr. Black. 
In order to grow into mature adults, we need food. Hi, this is Mr. Black. In order to grow into mature adults, we need food. If we are to grow in our relationship with God, we need the bread of life, Jesus Christ. Every day on wayofwarrior.blog, I share God's word and unpack its meaning so you can apply it in your daily walk and grow with God. If your desire is to grow into the likeness of Christ and be all he created you to be, go to wayofwarrior.blog and click the follow button to receive this daily sustenance. Wayofwarrior.blog. That's wayofwarrior.blog. Still need more of Mr. Black? Understand how your brain is wired with brain mapping. This innate intelligent profile will identify your personality and learning styles to help you maximize your potential. Transformational Leadership Awakening has changed the life of hundreds of participants and can change yours too. Mr. Black also does one-on-one life caddy work. If you want him to walk with you and help you be your dreams, then having Mr. Black as a life coach is the answer. Training is available on an individual basis and company-wide, all at likeitmatters.net. Your child's education is one of the most important decisions you can make as a parent. Proverbs chapter 22, verse 6 says, Start children off on the way they should go, and even when they are old, they will not turn from it. A quality Christian education can make all the difference in your child's life. A Christian school typically provides smaller class sizes for your student to flourish. Smaller class sizes can allow for more one-on-one time, allowing for individual attention with each student to focus on their academic needs, helping your child succeed. Wellness Radio 1570 believes in the power of Christian education so much that we have partnered with private Christian schools in the Twin Cities to offer half off your child's first year at a brand new school. That's right, half off. Visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com to check out a full list of our partnering schools. See frequently asked questions about the program and learn more. We have a limited number of vouchers available, so the time is now to start planning for the upcoming year. Visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. I've been to training put on by Tony Robbins and Zig Ziglar, but I've never walked away with a growth experience like I did with the Leadership Awakening. Are you stuck in a rut? Have you leveled life's undulating line and flatlined your hopes and dreams? The time is now to attend Leadership Awakening with Mr. Black. Not since my Ranger training in the U.S. Army have I been pushed to see and feel the abilities I have to live life to the fullest. During this three-day life boot camp, you will clean up your thinking and restart your heart, helping you have the passion and enthusiasm you life's been missing. My heart was spiritually mended. I'm excited about living my life like it matters. By far the best 46 hours I've ever spent. Graduates leave Leadership Awakening refocused with the biggest feeling of self-confidence and a renewed passion and enthusiasm for their business and their personal lives. Call now and commit to giving and getting more from life. 817-502-1554 or email me at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. That's Mr. Black at likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, and today we are talking about feel the fear and do it anyways. You know, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the, the body releases 63 known chemicals, and those chemicals are released based on three things. First of all, what we're thinking about. Second of all, our breathing. And third, our physiology, specifically our eye placement in relation to that physiology. And so, boy, we feel all these chemicals going through our body and we feel sick to our stomach. We get a migraine headache. Uh, we feel angry. Our jaws clenched. Or we're grinding our teeth. You know, Dr. Susan Jeffers, uh, not Susan Jeffers, Dr. Caroline Leaf said that about 87% of all diseases are psychosomatic. 
In other words, they start with our thoughts. Uh, they're instigated in our mind. And if you think about it, worry, doubt, fear, all those come from the same place. We talked about the amygdala. The amygdala. It is the center of the brain uh, that deals with emotion, the memory of things, specifically fear. And it's one thing to have fear, but it's another thing to let that fear work you up and create anxiety. And so I want to talk about the difference between fear and anxiety. Fear and anxiety often occur together, but the terms are not interchangeable. Even though symptoms typically overlap, a person's experience with these emotions differs based on their context. Fear relates to a known or understood threat, whereas anxiety follows from an unknown or poorly defined threat. See, fear and anxiety both produce a stress response. Fear and anxiety both produce similar responses to certain dangers, but many experts believe that there are important differences between the two. These differences can account for how we react to various stressors in our environment. Think about this. Muscle tension, increased heart rate, shortness of breath mark the most significant physiological symptoms associated with the response to, to danger. These bodily changes result from an inborn fight-or-flight stress response that is believed to be necessary for our survival. Without this stress response, our mind would not receive the alerting danger signal. you got to get this. But anxiety is a, a little different. According to authors Sadak and Ruiz, in 2015, uh, anxiety, anxiety is a diffuse, unpleasant, vague sense of apprehension. They said it is often response to an imprecise or unknown threat. For example, imagine you're walking down a street. You may feel a little unease and perhaps you have a few butterflies in your stomach. These sensations are caused by anxiety, anxiety that is related to the possibility that a stranger might jump out from behind a bush or approach you in some other way to harm you. This anxiety is not the result of a known or specific threat. Rather, it comes from your mind's interpretation of the possible dangers that could immediately arise. Anxiety is often accompanied by many uncomfortable somatic sensations. Some of the most common physical symptoms of anxiety include headache, muscle pain and tension, sleep disturbances, tightness felt throughout the body, especially in the head, neck, jaw, and face, chest pain, ringing or pulsing in ears, excessive sweating, shaking and trembling, cold chills or hot flashes, accelerated heart rate, numbness or tingling, uh, depersonalization and derealization, upset stomach or nausea, shortness of breath, feeling like you're going insane. Do you get all this? Dizziness or feeling faint. Wow. Whereas fear is an emotional response to a known or definite threat. If you're walking down a dark street, for example, and someone points a gun at you and says this is a stick-up, then you'd likely experience a fear response. The danger is real, definite, and immediate. There is a clear and present object of the fear. Get this, although the focus of the response is different, real versus imagined danger, fear and anxiety are interrelated. When faced with fear, most people experience the physical reactions that are described under anxiety. Fear causes anxiety, and anxiety can cause fear, but the subtle distinctions between the two will give you a better understanding of your symptoms. So again, fear is to understand that you're going to do something and or the, something's going to happen and you might not like it. You're giving a speech and what if you don't do well? Basic. But anxiety to me is when you get mentally worked up. 
when it becomes bigger than it is, when all of a sudden it's now this perceived, it's it's this worry, you know, worry, the Spanish word for worry is preoccupado. We tell people you can't be worried and be in the now moment because when you're worried, you're preoccupied. So there is a fear. Fear is a chemical response. It's a feeling. It's, uh, you know, you know something's going to be tough or it's going to be challenging. But anxiety becomes when it mentally takes on a life of its own. We actually start creating, and we start creating more symptoms. I've got myself into panic attacks before. You know, get, get worked up. Oh, my gosh, I could have this. I could be that. That's anxiety. That is now the, our process of creating, our process of mental creation. To think is to create, getting out of control. But fear is part of life. Fear is part of the process. Fear is healthy. To fear the, the, the Lord. It's the number one commandment. To love the Lord with all you, uh, the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your strength. Fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. To, to fear the devil. To fear uh, your kids getting into a car with a stranger. There's a healthy use of fear. But anxiety and worry is now when we use our mental ability to create and we're taking something that's foundational, something that might have a little bit of realness to it, and now it's taking over. Now it's uh, becoming, you know, fear and pain are, are very addictive. They're like drugs. Your body needs them. And the funny thing is, worry, so many people are wrapped up in the worry now. You know, oh my gosh, worry again, I want you to get this, is paying on interest on debt you might not owe. Matter of fact, I was reading this uh, from this um, little article from Don Joseph Gowie, uh, author of The End of Stress, Four Steps to Rewire Your Brain. And he says 85% of what we worry about never happens. Uh, this article I found, he said, 500 years ago, Michael de Montaigne said, life has been filled with terrible misfortune, most of which never happened. Now, there's a study that proves it. The study looked into how many of our imagined calamities never materialized. In this study, subjects were asked to write down their worries over an extended period of time and then identify which of their imagined misfortunes did not actually happen. Lo and behold, it turns out that 85% of what subjects worried about never happened. And with the 15% that did happen, 79% of subjects discovered either they could handle the difficulty better than expected or the difficulty taught them a lesson worth learning. That means that 97% of what you worry over is not much more than a fearful mind punishing you with exaggerations and misperceptions. And when, when I was reading this article first, all these different percentages, I thought about the joke, you know, they, they say that 85% of all stats are made up. If you don't get that, just think about it for a moment. <laughs> So, Montaigne's quote has made people laugh for five centuries, but worry is no joke. A worried mind means a chronically stressed brain. you got to get this, ladies and gentlemen. And chronic stress generates serious problems. The stress hormones, stress and worry, dump into your system that shrinks your brain mass, lowers your IQ, makes you prone to heart disease, cancer, and premature aging, predicts marital, uh, marital problems, family dysfunction, and depression, and makes seniors more likely to develop dementia and Alzheimer's. Ladies and gentlemen, if we could get a handle on the worry and stress that habitually, incessantly, and often unconsciously seizes hold of our mind, we would greatly increase the odds of living a longer, happier, healthier, healthier and more successful life. It's a matter of reprogramming our brain. 
You got to get this. And the process of reprogramming your brain is called neuroplasticity. And in the book, Mozart's Brain and the Fighter Pilot, he says, Dr. Restack says that your brain is the one organ that never has to deteriorate. He says it has unlimited plasticity. And the process of reprogramming our brain is called neuroplasticity. It takes a decision and a specific practice, but it's simpler than you might imagine. And results can happen quickly in as little as four weeks, he goes on to say. And in his book, he wrote, he said, you can learn more about neuroplasticity in the book, The End of Stress, Four Steps to Rewire Your Brain. And he says the book presents 20 proven tools and processes that are organized in a step-by-step practice. I have this book on route, and so I'll tell you how good it is. But it is interesting that there's a lot of misperceptions, misconceptions. And remember, everything we do or do not do is driven by belief. And a lot of people believe that successful people don't feel fear. And that is a lie from the pit of hell. Matter of fact, in the next segment, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give you fear's address. Fear is part of the growth process. If you're going to be growing as a leader, if you're going to be under construction, fear is going to be a regular part of the process. Embrace it. Engage it. But fear is an acronym. False evidence appearing real. you got to get this. You know, hold out your right hand. If you're driving, please drive. Don't do this. Only do this if you're in a safe place. If you can, hold out your right hand. And imagine that you have a freshly cut lemon in there. I sliced it in half and there's lemon juice dripping off the side. And you go up and you put that lemon up to your nose. Smell, smell the lemon juice. Now I want you to open your mouth and take a huge bite out of that lemon. And if you really did that just now, you notice your salivary glands excreting. You notice your face all scrunched up. Your lips may be pursed. And I'm going to ask you a rhetorical question. Why? Don't answer that question. What do you mean because of the lemon in your hand? There's no lemon in your hand. Look at your hand. There's nothing there. Put your hand down, would you? You look weird. Don't you get this? There was no lemon in your hand. But if you did what I did and actually put it on, actually did it real, then you would have noticed that your body acted as if. Then even though there wasn't a lemon in your hand, it was false evidence appearing real, your body still acted as if. Why? Because you're, you have a, a background. You have a past. You know what lemons look like. You know what they smell like. You know what they taste like. You've eaten a lemon before. You drink a lemon water. You know what this. And your mind does not separate Hollywood from reality, your unconscious mind. It treats everything the same. And your mind acts as if. So today we're talking about fear, false evidence appearing real. And we're referencing the book by Dr. Susan Jeffers called Feel the Fear and Do It Anyways. And after the break, we'll be back to talk about fear and how to control it. Did you know approximately 980 Minnesotans will be diagnosed with pancreatic cancer this year? Only 88 will live to see the year 2022. These are not simply statistics. Every one of those diagnosed represents someone's mother, father, sister, brother, colleague, or friend. Pancreatic cancer is the world's toughest cancer with a five-year survival rate of just 9% in the U.S. The Pancreatic Cancer Action Network is determined to improve patient outcomes today and double survival by 2020. But we need your help. 
We are the only organization with a nationwide grassroots army, inspiring over 1 million people to take action and accelerate progress in the fight to end pancreatic cancer. We must do more and demand urgent action to save lives. Find out how you can join the fight by visiting pancan.org. That's P-A-N-C-A-N.org. Pancan.org. Consider Montessori, an educational model that is founded on the premise that all children are natural learners with curiosity. Hand-in-hand Christian Montessori specializes in one-to-one learning instead of one-size-fits-all. Montessori activities work with children's hands and minds at the precise, critical period of a child's development. I'm learning to be a leader by helping younger students in my classroom. Learning is so much better when it's hands-on. At Hand in Hand, I get to make my own choices. Schedule a tour now at Hand in Hand Christian Montessori, where preschool, elementary, junior high, private school, homeschool students love, learn, and lead. Call 651-784-7988 or go to hihcm.org. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, and eight and a half year old son and patient and passionate wife i got rid of a lot of clutter in my head bs they call it belief systems that were not serving me if you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them if you want to build a productive team in two days if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next leadership awakening it's time the giant in you comes alive Go to likeitmatters.net to find out more about Leadership Awakening Workshops. That's likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black. And man, this is a heavy show. Today we're talking about feel the fear and do it anyways. I've already referenced a few different books. The End of Stress by Don Joseph Goey, G-O-E-W-E-Y. I uh, reference uh, Mode's Brain and the Fighter and the Pilot by Dr. I think it's Richard, uh, I think it's Restack, Restack. Uh, and most importantly, we're talking about the book by the deceased uh, Dr. Susan Jeffers called The Fear and Do It Anyways. Uh, and man, you're going to want to the show. We talked about the amygdala, talked about the difference between fear and anxiety, talked a little bit about uh, some of the basics to do with fear. So if you want to listen to it again, go to likeitmattersradio.com, likeitmattersradio.com. We have archived messages. Also, if you listen to this radio show uh, in the morning, then you can listen to it on the same format in the evening. Because we're on iHeartRadio and we're on AM 1570, Twin Cities Wellness Radio. We're on LinkedIn. I'm sorry, we're on, uh, um, what is it called, uh, radio. I can't think of the other radio. Not just um, iHeartRadio, 
But the TuneIn Radio, that's what it is. We're on TuneIn Radio. You can search for us on all those things as Like It Matters Radio. Like It Matters Radio. But iHeart, you have to query Wellness Radio 1570. That's how you'll find us there. And in St. Louis, we are so honored to be a part of Praise 95.1 FM. And 1260 a.m. Uh, that started at 7 p.m. in St. Louis. We air from 7 to 8 p.m. So, so glad to be part of the St. Louis audience. And so we've been talking about fear uh, and the power of fear and worry and doubt and anxiety, all different forms of fear, how it uh, shows up and all that. So I want to reference this book uh, by Don Joseph Goey called The End of Stress. Uh, and he basically uh, says there's basically five facts uh, about stress because from fear, depending on how we handle fear, because it's just false evidence appearing real, uh, that works itself into something more like stress, anxiety, uh, PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, lots of different things. So a couple things about the stress. He says, uh, fact number one, uh, stress is serious. Chronic stress means the stress response system is turned on nearly full-time and built up of stress hormones. Uh, why does this matter? It sinks higher brain networks involved in memory, so it'll struggle. your memory will struggle. It affects decision-making, uh, causing the amygdala to expand, producing higher levels of anxiety. Also, it switches the brain's emotional set point to negative predisposing us to anger, aggression, insecurity, and depression. Boy, that's one I know well. (laughs) Uh, Deletes our energy and disrupts our sleep. Uh, Listen, this one temporarily lowers IQ by as much as 40%. uh, Causes marriage and family dysfunction. Uh, Ouch. Can't get an amen. Get an ouch. Uh, Dampens the immune systems, making us susceptible to acute illness that can later become chronic. And damages chromosomes, causing chromosomes to produce abnormal cells. Do you hear that stress? It's called epigenetics. It's one of the newest fields. It's so fascinating. Uh, And we are basically a product of our environment. And boy, if you think about our environment, not just our physical environment, but our mental um, uh, environment. Stress is serious. It's life threatening, serious. It's not something that we should avoid. That's why I do my training. You go through two and a half days of my training, go to likeitmatters.net and you'll get it come out of there uh, with half the stress, uh, with a lot of stuff cleaned up. Says fact number two about stress is the 50-10-40 factor. This leads to the second fact to keep in mind uh, is that it's our responsibility to change and science says that we can. Ready for this? Ready? 50% of what causes a predisposition to stress is an up-regulating stress gene you inherited, which was probably reinforced by your family of origin. My mom used to say this, that I do guilt and I do worry, uh, and and I got those honestly from her. Wow. 50% of what causes a predisposition to stress is an up-regulating stress gene you inherited, which was probably reinforced by your family of origin wiring your brain for a hyperactive stress response system. Wow. This is going to drag your mind and your day into self-defeating bouts of anxiety and gendering a nebulous sense of threat when none exists. That's incredible. It's common for a beleaguered mind to think that a change of circumstances will solve a stressful life. But research shows that circumstances, ready for this, are only 10% to blame for a stressful life, which means changing circumstances does not make a big difference. The change that makes the biggest difference is a change of mindset. 
It accounts for 40% of whether you live a life of stress or the good life. And there's growing evidence that a shift to the positive can down Positive can downregulate the stress gene, placing you fully in charge of your quality mindset. So the stat was 50, 10, 40. So 50% of what causes predisposition to stress is genetic. Can you believe that? 10%, the next figure is 10, right? That says that, but research shows that circumstances are only 10% to blame for stressful life. So 50 genetics, 10, only 10% of circumstances are blamed. And then the 40 is mindset accounts for 40% of whether you live a life of stress or a good life. Wow. 40%. It's powerful. And so he goes, fact number three, everything is mindset. New research has established that your brain takes its direction from your state of mind. And boy, if you've heard state of mind a lot, your state of mind is how you feel. Three things make up your state of mind, what you're thinking about, your breathing and your physiology, specifically your eye placement in relation to your physiology. Everything for a human being is mindset. This is a conclusion reached by some of our best scientists, and there are only two mindsets you need to understand. One mindset is negative, generating an inner experience of contraction that feels like the walls are closing in on you. It is built on the fearful thinking that makes you believe you're a victim of circumstances. Don't you see why I keep talking about the narrative in America today? The narrative where we're basically weaponizing race and sexuality. Everybody's a victim. Don't you see why this matters? This underlying is causing so much hatred, so much bitterness. We got people calling themselves Christians out there. They're so wrapped up in social justice that they better be careful what they're asking God for. Because if we all got justice, nobody would be happy. Our God is a just God. Be careful what you ask for. Boy, we're so wrapped up in the, in the splinter in someone else's eye that we won't deal with the plank in our own. Your bitterness, your wanting to play God, your wanting to uh, you know, make everything right for everybody else, you might want to start dealing with your own head, your own heart. Start making those things right. Start dealing with forgiveness, grace, and mercy. Start writing your own ship. Start forgiving in your own heart. And maybe that example would be a better example than going to a Black Lives Matter rally or a Women's March or a KKK meeting. Just food for thought. So, everything for a human being is mindset. There, this is a conclusion reached by some of our best scientists. One mindset is negative, generating an inner experience of contraction that feels like the walls are closing in on you. It's built on the fearful thinking that makes you believe you're a victim of circumstance. Don't you hear it? The stress hormones that a negative mindset produces shrinks higher brain networks. The other mindset is positive, generating an inner experience of expansion that makes you feel like the sky is the limit. It is built on inner peace, love, and optimism and makes you believe you are larger than circumstances. A positive mindset not only amplifies higher brain function, it also stimulates the growth of new connections within the higher brain to increase your potential to reach even greater heights. Fact number four, success is inner peace. Succeeding is letting go of fear. To say it another way, success is inner peace. Succeeding is letting go of fear. This basic shift in mindsets promotes neural integration. Think about that. And lastly, fact number five, is it simpler than you might think? You got to get this. When you start basic shift in mindsets, when you start promoting neural integration, Think about what this does, does epigenetically. 
It improves executive functioning, increasing your proficiency at planning, strategic thinking, and decision-making. It also improves your memory, learning, reasoning, cognitive flexibility, error detection, goal direction. It supports emotional regulation that you feel vibrant and inspired, but not so emotionally charged that you become manic, chaotic, and rigid. Promotes response flexibility by activating neurons that signal you to pause before acting, inhibiting rash impulses, and allowing you to reflect on options. It achieves attuned communication, facilitating the interpersonal resonance that promotes better communication, harmony, and the capacity to transcend a limited self-interest. It increases empathy. It makes you tolerant of others. It fosters innovative thinking, and it generates holism, quieting shame-based, self-defeating thought processes to achieve the level of self-confidence and self-worth that allows you to maximize your inherent strengths and talents. This is the power of your mind. And this is why in the, the book, Feel the Fear and Do It Anyways, by Dr. Susan Jeffers, I truly believe it's one of the greatest books on fear ever written. And she says three levels down, fear comes down to the simple concept that I can't handle it. That's what fear comes down to. And once you realize that fear is only a chemical response that you can handle, then you can feel the fear and do it anyways. And one thing I'm going to tell you right now is there are three zones that we live in. And I can always tell you where you can find fear. I can give you fear's address. It's always outside your comfort zone. We live in these comfort zones where we know things. It's the known world. They're stale. They're stagnant. We don't push. We don't stretch. But we don't grow. It's the coffin. Outside of that zone called comfort is the second zone called fear. False evidence appearing real. It's a straw man. And once you learn how to function at a high level in this zone called fear, it becomes your brand new comfort zone. So you can feel the fear because it's just a chemical response and do it anyways. And after a while, it becomes your brand new comfort zone. Now, beyond that zone called fear is a zone called panic. That's where you find anxiety. It's intense fear. You can function for a very short period of time, but don't forge your mail. And so these three zones, the comfort zone, the fear zone, and the panic or anxiety zone, the key is always to keep pushing your comfort zone. Because when you push your comfort zone, what used to bring about fear brings about now familiarity. And when you're pushing your comfort zone, what used to bring about panic or anxiety now just elicits a little bit of fear. And once you realize that you can feel the fear and do it anyways, you start maximizing potentials you were created with. Yes, I did it. Thank you, Mr. Black. Are those your grades for this semester? They sure are. All A's and one B. But what about your learning disability and your struggles in school? Not since I got my brain map done at Like It Matters. I now know how I best learn and the unique way that God made me. No more learning disability. You are unique. Nobody has your fingerprints and nobody is wired exactly like you. We now have the ability to show you God's fingerprints for your life through yours. The unique print on each of your fingers is a duplicate of the neural pathway in that corresponding lobe of your brain. With our exclusive brain map, we can capture your fingerprints and give you a 35-page map of your brain, your gifts, talents, and innate resources. This information is the key to unlocking your God-given potential and truly living your life like it matters. If you're ready to maximize the potential you were created with, email Mr. Black at likeitmattersradio.com or call 817-502-1554. Webster's Dictionary defines a meeting as a gathering of people for a particular purpose. 
such as to talk about business. No matter how big or small your meeting is, WNAV Audiovisual can help. Because at WNAV Audiovisual, your meeting is our business. Hi, I'm Mark Stoneman, president of WNAV Audiovisual. Today, over 26 million meetings will take place in the United States. In today's fast-paced world, meetings are essential to keep people connected. In today's fast-paced world, you have to get business done now. Whether your meeting is in a conference room, auditorium, ballroom, or sanctuary, WNAV can provide you with audiovisual equipment and expertise quickly, smoothly, and efficiently. And we've been serving Minnesota since 1983. Learn more about what WNAV's technicians can do for you online at WNAV-video.com. That's WNAV-video.com. WNAV Audiovisual, where your meeting is our business. I've been to training put on by Tony Robbins and Zig Ziglar, but I've never walked away with a growth experience like I did with the Leadership Awakening. Are you stuck in a rut? Have you leveled life's undulating line and flatlined your hopes and dreams? The time is now to attend Leadership Awakening with Mr. Black. Not since my Ranger training in the U.S. Army have I been pushed to see and feel the abilities I have to live life to the fullest. During this three-day life boot camp, you will clean up your thinking and restart your heart, helping you have the passion and enthusiasm you're life's been missing my heart was spiritually mended i'm excited about living my life like it matters by far the best 46 hours i've ever spent graduates leave leadership awakening refocused with the biggest feeling of self-confidence and a renewed passion and enthusiasm for their business and their personal lives call now and commit to giving and getting more from life 817-502-1554 or email me at mr.black at likeitmatters.net that's mr. Black at likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black. And please, if you do social media, if you do Facebook, please like us on Facebook. Just go to LIM Radio, LIM Radio, facebook.com slash LIM Radio. Like us. I'd appreciate it. And uh, if you want to do iTunes, uh, you can subscribe uh, to Like It Matters Radio on iTunes. And at the end of our radio show, they will email you over our radio show and podcast form. And please, if you want some more information about what I do and how I can help you take what I do on the radio show and apply it at the cellular level to your life, Go to likeitmatters.net, likeitmatters.net. I can teach all this to you that we do on the radio in two and a half days. I promise you uh, that this hour that you spend with me a day from Monday through Friday from 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, some of you I know you get it in the afternoon from 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, boy, once you've been through my training, uh, exponentially greater the value of this radio show. Because once you've experienced it, once you understand, once I've opened your mind and your heart up, we've uh, recalibrated the mind, resuscitated the heart. Boy, uh, all this stuff now that a lot of people are missing, you're going to be picking up on. And promise you, it increases the value exponentially once you've graduated from our training. You can go to likeitmatters.net to read up about that. So we're talking about a field of fear and do it anyways. Dr. Susan Jeffers wrote a great book in 1987. I think she died in 2012 while I was reading. But she said basically, uh, three levels down, fear comes down to a simple concept, I can't handle it. That's really what she's, she, the, the essence of the thesis. And once you realize that you can handle it, that fear is nothing more than a feeling, then you can feel the fear 
and do it anyways. Huge, 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 huge. But it's it goes down to self-talk. you got to talk yourself into it because a lot of people naturally talk themselves out of it. You know, she goes on. She seems like a, she was a little more new ager than I like. But she says, uh, refreshingly, uh, Jeffers does not say that you can totally control your world. Things happen which have reasons of their own, she states. The key, this is important, the key is to not get bogged down in fear is, she says, to affirm what is. A little bit of true therapy, she says. This not only applies to small things like losing a wallet, but to the the more significant like pain. Positive thinking, she says, may not make pain disappear, but by including it as part of your universe. Again, she's saying the toolbox. It's not the the major tool, uh, this positive thinking, but she's saying it is a tool that you need to use in your toolbox. And by the way, she gives a great reason for it. She says by including, she says positive thinking may not make pain disappear, but by including as part of your universe, not denying its right to be, not denying its right to be, it loses its terror. Think about that. All our lives we are told to take responsibility. We interpret it as being, you know, go to college, get a job, get a mortgage. But what she says, her understanding of it is closer to Emerson's ideal self-reliance. That is being responsible for how I interpret my life experiences. This goes back again to that narrative. Hate your job, she says. Then either make a conscious choice to stay and make something out of it or go. And she says why positive thinking works. Get this. Positive thinking is fine but does not reflect reality is what a lot of people say. It's too Pollyanna. This is the common accusation, she says, but Jeffers asks, if 90% of what we worry about never happens, I just read the article, said 85 to 90% of what we worry about never eventuates. And she says, she references a lot of studies about this. So how is negativity more realistic than positively? Think about that. If 85 to 90% of things that we worry about never happen, She makes a good point. Then how is negativity, being a realist, better than being positivity, Pollyanna? If you think about it, it, depending on how we shape our thoughts, really doesn't matter. A positive mindset will not save you from bad news, she says, but your reactions to it can be different. Replace, quote, it's terrible with it's a learning experience. Okay, but what about serious stuff like getting cancer? Actually, Jeffers did have cancer, and says this attitude made all the difference. And the rule applies in such extreme situations, then there's no excuse for overreaction on a day-to-day basis. And she goes on to say, program the subconscious. This is so important. You can be sure that whatever exists in your subconscious mind will find a way to express itself in real life, she says. It is therefore crucial to take control of your mental inputs at every level. And you got to get this. And she says one important way of generating change and overcoming fear, which requires little work or courage, is the affirmation. Jeffers defines them as positive statements that affirm something is already happening. A statement like, I will not put myself down anymore won't work. It must be, one, positive, and two, present. For example, I am a confident person in every situation. You don't even have to believe in them for them to work as long as they become your mantra. Mantra. The mind reacts to what is fed to it. Whether it's true or false, we can either listen to our chatterbox or to our higher self. Isn't that powerful? This is powerful. This is why taking control 
of your thinking is absolutely critical. And this is what I teach you in my training. We are unconscious creatures. We only use 3 to 5% of our brain consciously. The rest is unconscious. So if you can do any lasting change, you must do it the way your brain works. It is absolutely critical for you to understand this. Absolutely critical. So she, wants, she lists out five truths about fear that I want to share with you uh, before we uh, wrap this up. Okay, and this is from the book, um, uh, Feel the Fear and Do It Anyways by Dr. Susan Jeffers. She says, fear truth number one, the fear will never go away as long as you continue to grow. Every time you take a step in the unknown, you experience fear. There is no point in saying, when I'm no longer afraid, then I will do it. You'll be waiting for a long time. Fear is part of the package. Remember, fear has an address right outside your comfort zone. Whenever you step outside your comfort zone, you're always going to step into the zone of fear. And in my class, my class is done very intensely. And I tell people, I, I knock down ways, ways that people use to diminish the stress. I don't want jokes. I don't want laughter. I don't want guffawing. I don't want people to lessen the stress in my training. I want people to learn how to function at a high level in a stressful environment because fear doesn't go away. And so what you need to learn is how to feel the fear and do it anyways. And our class has done so intense, so uncomfortable that I want people to learn how to function comfortably in an uncomfortable environment. And within 24 hours, as difficult as our training is, they become comfortable in it to the mannerisms, to the demeanor, to the way we're doing it. Because once you learn how to function in a zone called fear, it becomes your brand new comfort zone. Fear truth number two, the only way to get rid of fear of doing something is go out and do it. When you do it often enough, you'll no longer be afraid in that particular situation. That's what I was telling you. When you learn how to function at a high level in this zone called fear, it becomes your brand new comfort zone. you got to get this. Fear, truth number three, the only way to feel better about yourself is go out and do it. With each step you take into unknown territory, a pattern of strength develops. You begin feeling stronger and stronger and stronger. You have the hitherto. You know, up until now is that line in the sand. But up until now has a flip side. It's called hitherto. Up until now is what she was talking about. Up until now, I've never been emotionally involved, and now I'm enjoying being emotionally involved with people. It puts it in the present, in the gates past. And so that's a way to draw the line in the sand. But let's be honest, you can use it on the other side. Man, I've always been able to overcome stressful situations and function well. So now you're using the up until now on the other way. Up until now, I've always been able to. Why wouldn't I be able to do this moving forward? It's so important. The only way to feel better about yourself is to go out and do it because then you change the programming. Now you have a, a list of examples, a, a history of all these times that you did all this other stuff and it worked out. Don't you see how it works for you? Now, fear truth number four. Not only are you afraid when facing the unknown, so is everybody else. This should be a relief. You're not the only one out there feeling fear. Everyone feels fear when taking a step outside their comfort zone. But remember, one of the big lies out there is successful people don't experience fear. Yes, we do. But we feel the fear and do it anyways. That's the big difference. We don't let it stop us. And then she says, fear truth number five, pushing through fear is less frightening than living with the bigger underlying fear that comes from a feeling of helplessness. And this is so important. You got to get this. 
Pushing through fear is less frightening than living with the underlying fear that comes from a feeling of helplessness. In other words, those who never take any risk ironically live with a dread of something going wrong. They seek security above all else, but the effect is chronic insecurity. It is actually easier and infinitely more life-fulfilling to do new things. The decision to incorporate more challenge into your life brings a feeling of security because you know you can tackle anything. That's the key, ladies and gentlemen. So that's why we do. If you want to get confidence, you don't get confidence from a book. You don't get confidence from listening to a radio show. You don't get confidence from listening to a great orator like Mr. Black. You know where you get confidence? You get confidence in the fire. You get confidence in the fear. You get confidence by working through the pains of life and overcoming. You learn how to pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and hit it again. And that's why I'm your life caddy. Go to likeitmatters.net and let me help you live your life like it matters so you can feel the fear and do it anyways. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you to be more hopeful about your future and reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. I was skeptical when I heard that your family bank could help me pay off my mortgage and get out of debt in under 10 years with my current income. Hi, my name is John. I'm a financial executive here in town. As such, I understand numbers. Using your family bank, my family will go from a $292,000 mortgage with 22 years remaining and $40,000 of additional debt to being totally out of debt, including the mortgage, in 9.8 years. We'll save $103,000. If you don't have a program which will get your family totally out of debt, including your mortgage, in less than 10 years just by redirecting your current cash flow, you need to talk with Daniel of Your Family Bank, who's right here in the Twin Cities. Thanks, John. This is Daniel Altwig of Your Family Bank. My friend, there's no risk nor obligation to find out for yourself. Go to daniel.yourfamilybank.org, click on the request tab in the upper right-hand corner, and leave your contact information. daniel.yourfamilybank.org. That's daniel.yourfamilybank.org. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 